0: There we go. All right, all right, all right. And welcome back to another um, episode edition thing of what the fuck is this book with uh, Sophie and Natalie of the body, the blood, the michelada. Hey guys. I welcome am back. the blood, Sophie. I'm the michelada, Natalie. And um, Paul wasn't invited again. Yeah. Sorry, Paul. I mean, would he be interested in this? I don't know. Maybe maybe he would like
1: it. There are no gay characters. So he doesn't have any representation.
0: No. Okay. So, what we're discussing, if anyone is listening to this series that we decided to do on a whim because we just just wanted to talk about books. The time seemed right. um, We're talking about. Twilight the entirety of the series we will be delving into these books including the brand new newly released Midnight Sun which is done from the perspective of Edward Cullen as opposed to Bella Swan's perspective from the original books I mean I'm hyped I mean we okay history lesson here as far as my Twilight (laughs) fandom experience goes so back in high school like i want to say my sophomore year um my mom and me we used to go like to the bookstore like every weekend because i was an avid reader and you know i wasn't i I wasn't a very good student but i i did a fucking ton so like she was at least happy for that and to appease me, she would literally get me a book every week. Which, I mean, she shouldn't have, honestly. I was ditching school all the fucking time to read. I yeah, didn't it deserve time. shit. I didn't deserve shit. But you know what? I was very depressed. And maybe that's why this book came to me in that time. Um, so I know I was just perusing the Barnes and Noble young adult section. And back in those days, uh, that section was very small. And I happened to yeah, see... not the, the giant section no. it is now. That's just, like, they should have their own bookstore now. The young adult section. Um, I just happened to see a little display of a brand new book series that was released. Well, it was just the one book at the time. And it was, had a black glossy cover with pale hands holding an apple and it just said twilight and I was like oh my god I like the cover of that what is this about and I read the back and was like oh, it's and um it, it was those lines from the book that um I can't quote because it's been years and that's that's why we're going to be rereading the series but it was the gist of I knew um these things, these three things were definite. Edward was a vampire. I was terrified, but also I was in love with him. I <laughs> have it right here. Like oh, read the back, read the yeah. back. Okay, I wanna I say just that's it. the gist of it.
1: About three things I was absolutely positive. First, yes. Edward was a vampire. Okay. Second, there was a part of him and I didn't know how dominant that part might be that thirsted for my blood. And third, I was unconditionally and irrevocably in love with him.
0: I mean, like, they had me there. Yep. And, and then I bought the book. <laughs> also, like, the fact that I basically remember the gist of it <laughs> this long <laughs> after. I was like, Let me have to, I have to grab it. I don't remember <laughs> off the top of my head. No, it just, like, I remember it, like, having an effect on me, and I was like, I'm... This book. I need it now. (laughs) (laughs) And I wanna say like that weekend I completely devoured it and then I was like, Natalie, you need to read this. Because I think at the time
1: read like an insane person. Mm -hmm.
0: Well at the time not all of the Harry Potter books had come out and like we were in between waiting for books and I think by then you and me had already Cause me and Natalie are nerds. Um, FYI, that's why we're doing this podcast. Um, we would role play um, Harry Potter, or what do you call it? Is it role playing?
1: No, it's. um You know what I'm talking. You would about. you would like write fan
0: fictions? It's, yeah. Yeah. Together, basically. Where we'd have like fake profiles for our characters in the Harry Potter world and shit like that. And so I was like, you need to read this book. It has vampires in it and like it will like suffice until Harry Potter comes back, you know? And I want- I want to say that's how I got you into it, maybe? Probably. You know what's not fair is in Harry Potter, they mention vampires existing, but then never bring them into the story. Except like at Slughorn's party there was like a creeper in the corner, like about yeah, to prey on th- students. And that's what um Quarles
1: that's where Quarrel was in before the first book. Oh yeah, yeah, that's right. He was studying vampires. hmm So there's got-
0: definitely vampires in that universe mm-hmm. then, and... <sighs> <sighs> So like yeah, we were we got in deep immediately. Because I think after that, like my RPing went from strictly Harry Potter to like including Twilight in the same world. And then it just, it spiraled. (laughs) So my life spiraled. Thanks, Twilight. Thanks, Twilight. Like it was to the point where I was like on all of the forums and we were talking about like all of our theories about what was going to happen in the next books. Also, like. I remember there was a lot of conversations about how the harry potter and twilight universe could possibly be connected because of the vampire connection but also like it's weird to me that witches never showed up in this series yeah why are vampires the only thing well vampires and werewolves so like maybe she wanted to like
1: keep it as far away from a harry potter universe as possible
0: Perhaps I mean. Did you know, know that me. she
1: loved being compared to Harry Potter, but she wanted to be her own thing? That's why yeah. she insisted on Breaking Dawn being two movies. Because mm-hmm. the last Harry Potter got to be two movies. But to be anyway. fair, the last Harry Potter had enough plot to be mm-hmm. two movies.
0: Yes, it was. It was very hefty. Yes. As far as information overloads, so
1: you couldn't have fit that all in one movie yeah
0: they had to tie it blue sands and they could not do it in just one movie yeah. but definitely they could have done it for Breaking Dawn to the point where I didn't even see the the second part of Breaking Dawn did I even see the first one? no I never saw it the, by the we time that Breaking Dawn came out we were just und- I think I was like I'm an adult now but um yeah Anyway, so, yeah. Got super into the series. As soon as each book was released, like, you know, I was fucking there. Um. I mean, granted, I think I only went to, like, one opening night or book release event. I don't think I went to any for Twilight. I went to them for Harry Potter for sure. No, you went to one for Twilight, because you went with me to the last one. For the release of Breaking Dawn. Because, uh, remember, I you were in college when breaking dawn came out no the uh, we're I ruined not the, i ruined the plot for you no because remember we maybe it was when eclipse came out remember i dressed up as like edward cullen and then yeah, that I lady rolled her crazy. eyes because i
1: remember you were at school and i came to visit you and i ruined the plot for you and your roommate got pissed because Which is stupid, because I never really roommate. care. Yeah, because you weren't <laughs> we're going to read market. it, so I just told you, but she was apparently going to read it.
0: Well, my roommate was a bitch. hmm Also, um, she went there to find a mister. But, like, we won't get into that. I my, my first year of college was stupid, and I hated <laughs> it. And that's why I dropped out. Also, um... Don't like people from the affluent areas of NorCal. Uh-huh. We we, do, we don't we don't get along. No, not at all. But yes. So Twilight, Twilight, Twilight. Um, what what is there to say about the Twilight series? You know, looking back on it, you're it's like, problematic
1: <laughs> as fuck. Yes, yeah, you're like, what on earth? Why did I like this so much? But we were so into it. I think maybe just because Harry Potter was coming to an end and we were just, like, grasping for anything to keep our Mm
0: -hmm. childhood alive. Also, I think, especially because we were teenage girls at the time, we were... I mean, there was bits of it in Harry Potter. We wanted more of the romance aspect, and Twilight delivered on it immediately. That's true. That's, like, the whole point. Because, like, I think... Even as the opposite books I want to say Harry, even as like Harry Potter fans like you like if you were rooting for people like to get together even if they did get together you still were kind of disappointed with uh, the way it was described in the book because it, a lot of the relationships were definitely glazed over I mean look at Ron and Hermione like wh- where was the build up on that <laughs> because it, 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 yeah, it exactly it didn't make any fucking sense it would have made more sense for her and Harry yes. all the yes there was more tension there they had more in common he yes.
1: never talked down to her
0: mm-hmm.
1: he respected her right but he understood muggle life
0: and don't tell me that him and Ginny had a whirlwind romance they did not no It was just like... Like, I understand that Ginny from the movie and Ginny from the book
1: have completely different personalities. But even in the book, like, they barely spoke to each other.
0: Yeah. But we just knew that she already had a crush on him because he was fucking Harry Potter. So, like... Well, I mean, obviously, the obvious tie with Harry Potter and Twilight is Cedric Diggory from the movies ended up playing Edward in the movies. That did help. It helps so much like, Because <laughs> I was already like Yeah, Cedric Diggory like, mm-hmm. Hottest guy in The Harry Potter universe For sure, at that point Actually, probably, ever um, I'm looking back I'm trying to think, who else is Because nob- nobody Nobody really got attractive until like The last movie I mean, know? Neville
1: got attractive, but he wasn't He wasn't supposed to be like In the books, you know? Yeah he just, was explicitly he attractive. Yeah. Yeah. And... I think Kronk was supposed to be attractive.
0: Who? Victor Kronk. Oh. I thought you said Kronk, and I was like, what? Yep. Kronk from um, Emperor's, <laughs> Emperor's New Groove.
1: New Groove. <laughs> um... <laughs> um, if you had to pick someone from Emperor's New Groove, Kronk.
0: Yeah... Yeah, Cusco's legs are too skinny And he's yes. a for most of it And what's his name? Paca?
1: I think he's so ma- He's married You know what, his With wife a baby gorgeous. on the way Yes, she was beautiful Okay, yeah. so if I had to pick anyone His, his wife, wife Then Kronk Um Ooh, then Yzma
0: Yeah Yeah I mean, how can you not? Exactly. She's just like.
1: Oh, this is going to be our new series. We just um, rank <laughs> every movie we find with characters. We're like, okay. Yeah. <laughs>
0: I mean, we could do that. Uh. But yeah. Um. What? What is? What is there more? To, yeah. The obvious connection was Robert Pattinson playing Edward Cullen. I think that definitely helped increase the hype because, you know, the Harry Potter fandom was already insane before Cedric Diggory, for sure. Yes. Even if they hadn't read the book, they were like, yes, because Robert Pattinson was so beloved already. They wanted him to succeed.
1: He was such a sweet kid in in Harry Potter.
0: Mm
1: Mm-hmm. You wanted to
0: see him do well. Yeah. And now look at him. He's fucking Batman the trailer just released but I still I am not convinced he I think he would make a better one. Nightwing yeah Nightwing yeah Dick Grayson right yeah
1: I think um, he would be so much better in that role and they could still do it see I think they should do that I think that DC should start so focusing more on like secondary characters there's less mm-hmm. pressure because no one knows them yeah and it, then you know what? what would a new universe cool. from scratch. No if one want anything about Dick Grayson or um, any of the ba- uh, the Robins.
0: Yeah, go on to like live. There is literally so many Robins, Robins.
1: or even secondary like Superboy, Batgirl, um, Cyborg, but mm-hmm. not the Flash. Like just pick secondary characters.
0: Also, I'm very course, confused by the timeline, especially because. Um, I heard... I haven't seen it yet. The trailer for The Flash came out this weekend as well. And Did Ben it? Affleck is still playing Bandman, Bat- Bandman, Batman in it.
1: I thought that he was
0: out. No. He's in The Flash. Oh, I thought he was out. I thought he was done playing Batman. Mm-hmm. That's why I'm like... Now I'm just like confused. But I mean... Robert Pattinson, he's just, he's not Batman for me. Um, This is another me being a nerd. I'm a huge Batman fan. So like, I, I have, I have many opinions as far as who can embody Batman. I don't think he can. Though I have to say Zoe Kravitz as Selina Kyle. Makes perfect sense, right? Yes, absolutely. Like perfect casting. That's how I
1: feel about Henry Cavill. Henry Cavill doesn't have the personality to play Superman.
0: Yeah. He has the
1: look, but he's not but he's he not ha- like Superman is very sarcastic. I know people think that he's just like this. Stick in the mud, but he's not. He's a really funny character.
0: He's a charming nerd, that you yeah. have but you can't help
1: but love. A, there's a reason people cannot associate Clark Kent and Superman. It has nothing to do with the mm-hmm. fact that they one of them wears glasses. Mm-hmm. It's the personalities that each of them embody
0: yeah he's like the ditzy nerd you work with that you yeah, like, wouldn't even give him another look he probably pours coffee on himself on accident and so he yeah. walks around with a stained shirt and then Superman is just super suave in comparison yeah god they fucked up with that one they did Henry Cavill sucks I'm sorry, Henry Cavill, but you... I'm not sorry. You you know what you did. I mean, I know he tried to get Bond, and maybe if he had got the Bond role initially, his career would have taken a different path, but he should n- never have been Superman. Well, he was originally supposed to be Edward Cullen. Yes, that was in fact who Stephanie Cullen... Not Stephanie Cullen. <laughs> Stephanie Meyer had in mind as she was writing the book was... Henry Cavill for Edward Cullen. By the time the book, I mean, the movies were in development, he was already too old. What did she see him in
1: before this? Um... Like, the Tudors? Was that before?
0: I think the Tudors might have been after, to be honest. I'm gonna look up Henry Cavill's career. Uh, Um, I remember it was he was, cause he was really young when he was in this, cause I remember watching it just to see what this actor because like I'd never seen him in anything but um was it Casanova or something not Casanova the Count of Monte Cristo that's what it was he played like the guy's son in it and you only see you see him briefly but like you could you could see the probably the comparison to what she envisioned as Edward Cullen because I think he was like 17 at the time Huh. And yeah,
1: the still came out in two thousand two.
0: Yeah, so she would have been writing it. Okay. Oh, so oh, okay, like, I see. That's what a- she wanted. Mhm. <sighs> like I can picture it, but like now seeing Henry Cavill, you are like, no, no, not at all.
1: No, like looking yeah. at his face and just like, um okay,
0: yeah, but um. Who did she initially envision for Bella? Um, The girl from the series of Unfortunate Events. She's in American Gods now. I forgot what her name is. Which, that to me made perfect sense for Bella Swan. Yeah, that that makes sense. Even though, like, now, looking back... Bella Swan is definitely a Mary Sue and she really didn't need to be described at all or given any well, description because she What was
1: the point? You were supposed to see bl- yourself in That's why she's such a blank slate character. Or at least that's what I told myself. I was like, that's why this person's so boring.
0: And that's I mean, I think that's part of the appeal of us wanting to read it from Edward's perspective. Is like what did you even initially see in her? Because like in comparison to like everyone she went to school with, she seems dull as fuck. Well, everyone at that school wanted her.
1: Mm-hmm. Remember that was like one of the things. It's like everyone at the school wanted her dick. It's
0: mm-hmm. like why? I guess because well, no hobbies. I think Just our from thing Arizona? is. I think our thing is we don't understand small town culture as much as like a lot of people do. So. I would say, if you definitely, if you're used to seeing the same people year after year, day after day, you get tired of them, there aren't that many options, so as soon as, like, a new kid shows up, you're like, the fuck? There, there are now, there's something else, even if she isn't exciting. Though, um, I don't know, moving around the country and being introduced to new people that, you know, come from different backgrounds, I've never been that excited where I'm like, I want to hop on that D because it's so different. Yeah. So I don't, I don't get it, but you know, she is an adult woman writing from a teenager's perspective. So maybe she she doesn't. Yeah, she's also like
1: a privileged person writing from like a weird
0: perspective. (laughs) You're like, Mm -hmm. and the only reason she was from Arizona was because um, she, um, Stephanie Meyer, is from Arizona. So. Stephanie Meyer Bella Swan does she wish obviously yeah okay so um this was something I only recently found out in like the last couple of months because Twilight TikTok has just blown up oh yes especially since we're in quarantine and so everyone's just rereading their bookshelves um weird connection if it weren't for 9-11 Twilight the series would not exist
1: yeah isn't that
0: crazy 9-11 gave us Twilight. Natalie, would you like to explain the connection? Because I know you know the connection as well. I do.
1: So, 9-11 was initially, like, what caused the, like, emo rock boom of the 2000s. Yes. Which gave us, like, Panic in the Disco, Good Charlotte, My Chemical Romance, um, Evanescence. Mm -hmm. All of these, and, like, the Green Days, like, second wave of Green Day.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: Well, My Chemical Romance actually influenced Twilight. So without My Chemical Romance, we wouldn't have Twilight. And without 9-11, we wouldn't have had My Chemical Romance or any of those bands.
0: Which is in turn really weird because um i th- want to say like the next big movie after the first twilight movie that robert pattinson did was remember me which yeah which towards, was the 9 11 movie uh, spoiler <laughs> alert, became a 9 11 movie where robert pattinson died in one of the towers do you think he did it on purpose he was like i'm trying to rid myself of twilight and then he didn't realize there was a connection <laughs> I like it. I feel like Kristen Stewart and Robert Pattinson have just been trying to distance themselves so much from Twilight over they their
1: careers. hate it.
0: Yeah. And they both got destroyed. Mm-hmm. The movies destroyed their lives. Yes, they did. They did indeed. But, like, by the time the movies were coming out, and especially once the hype with the casting as news about the casting was being released, it was just... It
1: was an exciting time for the fandom. It was. We had something to look forward to. Mhm. Especially, and it, was, it was moving so quickly. Like Harry Potter did not. People, I don't. It ruined Snell's play. Yeah, how long fans had to wait for a Harry Potter movie?
0: Yeah. So I want to say Twilight came was released in two thousand five, if I rem- remember correctly, because I was a sophomore when it came out. And then by two thousand. 8 we had the movie yeah and by then 3 books had been released whereas like Harry Potter like it was it was like a good decade cause the first book came out in 91 right it takes place or she started writing it then but it pretty much came out like when the battle of Hogwarts would have been happening like 97 uh huh and that's why the timeline's kind of weird So, like, came out when we we were like seven, seven, eight, and then like the final book didn't come out until we were already in high school. So, yeah, that that series we fucked up with. Yeah, and this one it was just like instant gratification for us. Yeah, it really was. (sighs) and I just, I just want to say. Um, especially when it comes to her follow-up to Twilight, New Moon. The- the- ugh.
1: I have to, um, apologize to her, actually. What? So there's a part in New Moon where Edward leaves Bella in the woods, and then she goes home, and Mm -hmm. she's just so upset. There's, like, a bunch of blank pages. That's what I was about to just talk about. (laughs) I was just like- like, It's like, January, (laughs) February- March. March, April, and I'm like, okay, so nothing happened. Nothing? Are you kidding me? But like now and that now we're in quarantine, it. and I'm like, it's fucking August, and literally nothing has
0: happened. Like my life has stopped. And you're just like, you, she captured the even, depression up so, up so accurate. accurately. It's like yeah. a chef's kiss for writing. Like that was. And fucking I never rude. thought I would. I would. I would give to her. But I think. I, I think now her that her. that we've read so many other books and you know are smart i guess <laughs> we're like we? oh we're smart now we weren't smart then. yeah now you're just like girl the way that hit like you got it right you like, understand you understand how it feels Ugh, oh, it was brilliant and um the way that they captured that in the movie like how they translated that also brilliant
1: Yeah she's just like sitting in the same chair
0: Mm -hmm.
1: And then I'd be like Uh huh she doesn't even get up But like I've been sitting on my couch for a long time
0: You right That's how it be though Yeah (sighs) Brilliant so good Never been done before Um trend setting Yes I love it Okay um so yeah we, we were obsessed We were so obsessed that as soon as We heard they were filming nearby. We jumped on that shit.
1: Guess who learned how to
0: drive? This yeah, bitch. Not me. Not me yeah, for no, quite no. some time. It would take ten more years.
1: Yeah. A lot of the uh, beginning of our friendship was that I had a car.
0: And this—that's how. Um, <laughs> Twilight is the reason Sophie and Edly remained friends. Mm-hmm. Oh, we should. Do you still have pictures from the set that we took? Um, I think so because we should we should include that like in a little slideshow when we post (laughs) our little graphic on instagram be like this is them at the set so um we went to the set because they were filming in valencia over here near los angeles that's like an hour drive for us but uh we went because i i was you know Super deep into the fandom, and as soon as like I heard the news, I was like, "We need to go. We need to get the day off. We need to be there."
1: And I was looking for any excuse to drive because I could now.
0: Mhm, mhm. And um, we get there, and I'm pretty sure the f- in t- because it was the first movie with Twilight and all of that. I think they were filming the scenes in Arizona there in Valencia. That's that's right, right. So they were filming the scenes in
1: Arizona and then they were also filming the scenes in the hotel.
0: Yes. Because we went to the Hyatt. Yes, so they were filming the scenes there. I mean, we couldn't go inside to the see them film that. Guys. But,
1: no, but we hung outside where all the trailers were but, uh, well, for that one.
0: Yes. Like, literally, we didn't even know where in Valencia this was going to be. We just knew it would be at a hotel. And just drove around until we found like signs that said that they were filming somewhere nearby. We could have literally walked onto any set, been excited. And we found out because we were
1: constantly checking the Twilight like fan pages. So yeah, we were
0: seeing if anybody remember, else had found We were found like, it in- yeah, mm-hmm. we were obsessed. It was it was Again, so I sad. Remind everyone, we were children.
1: This yes. is very important to the story. We were kids obsessed with a story, also about kids our age.
0: Seventeen. So we were seventeen. I was yes. seventeen. And I think Natalie was yeah. Just I was a bit so I was barely like
1: eighteen, maybe. You
0: you were a newborn baby. Yes, we just a fresh out of the womb. <laughs> you couldn't even see yet. I should not have been driving
1: then. No. And I remember
0: We finally found the location And we found the perfect Parking spot and what
1: happened I get so upset When we talk about this even to this Day we've been on the Regular podcast it has been So long and I still It makes my blood boil We were waiting Right next to the hotel Like in the hotel parking lot Waiting for this car to come Out I'm giving them ample room so that they can go either way out of this parking lot and being a good driver like I'm supposed to be and who the fuck comes in and steals my parking spot that I had been waiting for patiently waiting like a good Samaritan fucking Taylor Lautner fucking Jacob Lautner comes with his stupid grandparents to show them the set he's not even in either of those scenes
0: He had nothing to do with this part of the movie. By that point, he had filmed all of his scenes for the movie. So he was literally just dropping by to say hi. An asshole stole my... And he just came in and stole it! He didn't even, like, wave, like, sorry. No! And we are just, like... At that point, um... He had only been in Shark Boy, and we're like, "Fucking Shark Boy! Fuck this guy! He didn't deserve." Right. Oh. And then I had to park like two blocks away because of him. And I feel like this—it um, was hot that day. Yeah. Um, I just—I want to say this started a very bad relationship between us and Taylor Lautner. That, that was, was the first time. No, that wasn't was the only—not the first time. No, that was the first time, but it that wasn't was the only time.
1: It wasn't the last time what <laughs> happened years later? <laughs> we went to the Hollywood Hayride, which is my tradition. Mm-hmm. I go every year. Mm-hmm. Almost since it started. I want to say since it started, I have been going every single year.
0: We get our tarot cards read. We mm-hmm. go on the ride. It's a nice day.
1: We go and do the photo booths. We get dinner. Mm-hmm. It's a nice time. And Look we go all the time. We have pictures we from all the years we've gone. Yes, and we wait in line. We get to the front of the line again like you're supposed to. You wait, you're a good person if you're we're
0: a good waiting. member of society. Yeah, we're waiting to be loaded onto this fucking cart full of hay. In and this tractor stop the ride. So and
1: who gets to cut us in line? Taylor Lautner and Zach Efron. Fuck both of you make me wait for you.
0: I waited in that line like an hour. Like, I wouldn't have minded if it was just Zac Efron and, like, his friends, but the fact that Taylor Lautner was also there, Funder. like, my blood was boiling. And they are the only
1: ones. They stopped the whole thing. So they could so get their, their own part. like, four people can get the whole hayride.
0: And it's like, guys, I don't, I, I don't, I don't, I don't care. Like, you could have your anonymity. What is it? Anonymity. Yeah. Like, I, I don't want your autograph. I don't care. I'm not even going to try and take a picture of you. I just want to get on this ride and get the hay down my pants, like, quicker than, you know, slower. Because <laughs> I just want it to be over with. I'm very True. scared. So, like, I just want to get it over with. The fact that I had to wait anxiously to be scared even longer. Upsetting. 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 But um yeah um Taylor Lautner ruined our lives, but I ruined <laughs> our lives even more that day. You did. You
1: absolutely ruined our lives. We could have had an end, and we could have. He could have. We could have been owed a favor by Robert Pattinson, and you ruined it.
0: I could have been Batman. <laughs> <I ruined> <laughs>
1: so, like I mentioned earlier,
0: it was an extremely hot day, and being the very, very, very white, um, children that we are, even <laughs> though we are Latina. We white as fuck. Yes. No, and fuck I, you. being the group mother that I am, had
1: brought sunscreen.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because
1: I'm responsible, like we I mentioned earlier. And as we're, like, walking around in the back by the... Where are the, um... Trailers are. Like, the trailers are. Here comes Robert Pattinson. White as a sheet of paper... And he walks over to us, and he's like, Ah, oh, it's hot. It's, like, really hot out here.
0: And, you, you know, he... Contractually, he needs to stay white as fuck. Yes. Because he he's gonna be Edward Cullen for who knows how the fuck long. Too many years. He's still Edward Cullen. It's really sad, actually.
1: And I had told Sophie to bring the sunscreen with us, because, again, I burn immediately. You need to yeah. constantly put on sunscreen, because I will burn.
0: Yeah, she she did she did tell me all these things and I was I, I was absolutely sure we had this sunscreen on us because I had a backpack of mm-hmm.
1: course I, I was sure because I mentioned it and mm-hmm. um, I I told him I was like oh we have some sunscreen if you'd like them and he's like oh yeah I'll take some sunscreen and I'm so excited and I turn around and I'm like Sophie the sunscreen and she stops and she's like holding her bag in her hand. Because she knows that there was no sunscreen in that fucking bag.
0: <laughs> no, like, I, went, like, went from, like, I went from, like, open mouth, like, I'm excited, to, like, my, my face coming me droop. Yeah. And, and I just shut down. And I had to turn my back on him. And like, then she turned
1: around, on like, Sophie, and she's like, I go to look at her, and she's having a full-on panic attack. because She knows she's ruined our lives at this point. <laughs>
0: you would literally
1: think that <laughs> I had just pooped my pants and I was trying to <laughs> hide <behind> my shape. <laughs> And so then I'm trying to deal with Sophie having a full-on panic attack, and Robert just leaves us. He's like, whatever, bye.
0: (laughs) And you know what? He probably doesn't remember it, and it was a blip in his entire life, but I I will always remember it. it. But you know what? He's still not Batman for me, so it's fine. No, he's not Batman for me either. (laughs) Anyways. So, um... Do you have a favorite book in the Twilight series? Oh, um... I mean, I would just say mine is Twilight because... I
1: would say mine is Twilight because I didn't like New Moon. I don't like Jacob as a character. I find him very toxic. Yeah. More, more so toxic than Edward, which is
0: crazy. I think, yeah, New Moon was really disappointed Jerry. for me because, of yeah. course, Edward was, like, the main draw.
1: Yeah. And it's not even that it's... Taylor Lautner that plays Jacob. It's just that Jacob is not a good person. Mm-hmm. He's shitty. Yeah, and he's one of those, he's one of those people that gets like complains about the
0: friend zone. You know? Yeah. Also, I would like to point out that um, the mutual dislike between the vampires and the werewolves is basically just them being racist towards each other. Because at that point, the vampires they never attacked people they because it was like it was the colon's coven that were you know hunting nearby but they were only hunting animals mm-hmm. but then like the the werewolves like insisted on creating this tree like you can't hunt on our lands you can't come into contact with any of our people because fuck you you're a vampire gross you know, you disgusting know what, I
1: think, what I had read which um is crazy Hmm. So, the only treaty that had never been broken between Native Americans and settlers is like in history, is that treaty. and it's not even real.
0: Well, the Collins are actually decent people then, <laughs> <laughs> but it's like the entire thing, like it was I, I don't know. I kind of feel like the treat the whole deal with them was unnecessary. It was just they're afraid of each other, you know. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe
1: it was necessary. I mean, I mean, I'm in check. Invisible lines. Yeah. Kind of keep both parties in check Mm -hmm. when nothing else is obviously keeping them from killing each other. They have to have Mm -hmm. this imaginary border.
0: See, my thing with Twilight was I think the way that the first book ended was perfect. And they could have, they could have just ended it there. It didn't need to be a series. Yeah. Even though it just kind of ends with the conversation of him saying, "I'm not going to make you into a vampire," mm-hmm. and then they have like a cute moment, and then that was that. Like, I would have been satisfied with that, mm-hmm. but then they were like, "Oh, but wait, we have another one coming out," and then I was just disappointed. Book after book, I want to say. Yeah, they they didn't get better. No, but like you always wanted it to, and it never did. Yeah. I think it was just the hype of the anticipation, you know? Yes. For sure. Um,
1: I think we were just searching for that Harry Potter hide.
0: Yeah, the next Harry Potter. And... You know what? I actually think is the next Harry Potter, especially because the series is just completely expanded. But I haven't read past the second series. Oh, the it, Lightning Thief. Yeah, all the Rick Riordan books with like Percy Jackson and all of that. Like,
1: I that, like those books. It, I know that they for children, but it. I genuinely
0: enjoy them. Mm-hmm. And he does his research. Yeah, no, they're like they're so well done. The movies fucking suck. I heard the, the movie musical was is good, but I, you know, COVID never came out. Disney's going to be making a TV show, a, right? A TV show for them. And he has control, I think. Yeah. He said, um, this was actually something he recently tweeted, um, that he said his opinion of the movies are like, if somebody took your life's work and then threw it into, um, a wood chipper. Mm-hmm that's how he sees the movies. That just makes me sad because it's not Logan
1: Lerman's fault. He, yeah. I think Logan Lerman did good for what he had.
0: Yeah, I I enjoyed it for what it was, but it definitely was not the book that no. I was expecting, you know? Yes. Logan Lerman would have been, I mean, always was perfect for the
1: yeah, role. Yeah, Logan for- Lerman was perfect for the role. It just wasn't a good
0: adaptation. Oh. Speaking of who was perfect for roles, who do you think was definitely miscast in the Twilight movies? Jasper. I want to say no on that. I mean, like, I know he didn't have the hair, but, like... That guy just screams, um, confederate to me. <laughs> Especially, like, Maybe because as he's, he's been, been getting like a little bit more attention. Like, anytime you... Hear about his like social media presence, you're like, You were too well casted. Is it? Oh, that's sad. Yeah. He, um, I mean, he's very religious. I mean, not that that's a bad thing for everyone, but like these giant mega churches that brainwash you, I'm not, I'm not, I don't buy it. Yeah, I'm not into that. And that's a type of you know, place he's part of. Hmm. I want to say Jacob was miscasted, or he, yeah. But um, is it miscasted? Miscasted? Yeah. I I'm using the right word. It sounds weird in my mouth right now. Um, <laughs> am I drunk? I probably am. Uh, but I think as time went on, it m- made more sense just for the first movie you're like no he shouldn't have been he shouldn't have been in the sense that he's not actually Native American and that's an issue but I think personality wise he had it down also I thought he was too baby faced at the time to be casted as Jacob but I mean he was supposed to be younger than them anyway Mm -hmm. so in that sense it made sense (sighs) <sighs> um, I think, think Carlisle really and Ren- and Esme were Were Death. good or not? No, they weren't I think yeah. they- Well, especially if you go by I the I think they have like absolutely no be um, together Yeah <laughs> like those people did not there's talk another TikTok together. that has made the rounds where it's like Carlisle Colin uh, cousin, basically has chemistry like sexual tension chemistry with every single person in his family except his wife and so now <laughs> it's an inside joke that she was his beard the entire time <laughs> well
1: I also think um, in the book he's only like 23
0: yeah yeah, he's a, he's supposed to be a baby fa- Um, who did who did like S- who was let
1: that man be their doctor?
0: Stephanie Meyer initially had a really, really, really young um Charlie Hunnam in mind for Carlisle, like Nicholas Nickleby, Or Nickleby, Charlie Hunnam from Sons of Anarchy. Poor
1: Charlie Hunnam. He has a weird connection to this. series yeah. twice.
0: And I understand, like Babyface. Like I, well, especially because I before the movie even came out, that's who I had in mind because that's who she said she pictured. Mm-hmm. So yeah, but I don't know. But like, good for him. He he didn't he didn't get
1: he didn't get stuck.
0: Yeah, and Sons of Anarchy was amazing. Want to rewatch that series <laughs> all right so um we're at we're about like 43 minutes into this okay so what are you expecting to get out of reading this as an adult now that you're wiser and more knowledgeable more worldly okay. um i feel like especially um i mean we're, we're definitely feminists Oh yes! And seeing now from that perspective, you're just—I feel like I'm gonna be
1: rolling my eyes so much and be like, Natalie, yeah, what was wrong with you? And I think I'm finally gonna understand what my grandma meant because my grandma hated Twilight. Oh, she read it too. Yeah, because I gave it to her as an audio book and she fucking hated it
0: she was like you no know who, who read it and she talked to me about like she was literally the only well she's the only person in my family who did my cousin dina who well, i mean she's like 15 years older than me but like i got really excited that she started reading it because she knew i was into it and then mm-hmm. she would like talk to me about each book and i was just like the the fact that i was getting attention for it made me excited yeah But um, she definitely told me she had opinions. Yeah. (laughs) But she continued to read them. So like, props to her for being an awesome older cousin. You know? Yeah. My grandma didn't even read it. She was like, I'm not gonna waste my time. Actually, um, I know I know every now and again she does listen to our podcast. Oh, hi Dina. I don't I don't know like if she has recently, especially being that, you know she's home with two kids and you know COVID. But, um, I wonder if she's gonna be, like, to pick it up, too. Like, I'm interested. Also, like, if you guys Maybe are gonna be rereading it with us, like, we want to hear your commentary about the books. Oh, I would love to hear what you think of... Especially, <laughs> you think like, like if you it. haven't come back to it in a long time, or if you're reading it for the first time, like, we want to hear your thoughts. Because, honestly, it's like, I want to say it's, I'm expecting... come. Complex reactions, especially those who've read it as children and who are rereading it. I feel like, like the nost- I, I'm going to
1: definitely have a weird reaction just because of the nostalgia. Oh, you know, for like sure. I'm going to remember like how much I enjoyed reading these books, and then I'm going to be like, why?
0: I feel like, especially with Twilight, I was super straight baited by it, you know? Uh huh. Like, I was like, Edward Cullen is the end all be all for me. In those types, and then now I'm like, I like ladies a lot more. <laughs> maybe it was because he was too pretty. Yes, maybe. <laughs> and what do you think about the changes she made to like vampire and werewolf mythology? Um, Especially, think- <laughs> like the sparkling. I hate and it. The- I hate it
1: because you know, how imprinting. Much I hate to yeah. Um, you know that I love werewolves and vampires. I think the the mythos of both of those are amazing. Mm Mm-hmm. Like, I love that they both have roots in cemeteries. Yeah. Uh, In fact, if you go to a lot of cemeteries, I think it's in Connecticut or Mm -hmm. New Hampshire, they actually have wolf stones in the
0: cemeteries, which are really cool. Well, um, this, uh... There was an episode we did a long time ago where I said, I'm pretty sure Paul is talking about this mythological being called the Black Shuck, but it uh, just ended up him being him making up a story about a black dog. Mm-hmm. But I'm pretty sure all of those, like, wolf stones tie back into the mythology of the Black Shuck or mm-hmm. the demon dogs because, I mean, why wouldn't it? Yeah. So, but I mean... mean- it's weird how things are tied up like that, you know? Yeah. And then the vampires, especially, um, you know, I'm going to name, I'm going to be like, oh, Ireland again. Um, having lived there for a time and knowing like Bram Stoker's, you know, beginnings when it came to writing Dracula and like seeing the setting and then seeing everybody's interpretations over time and then getting to twilight you're like not not as cool not as cool guys i just feel like her interpretation had
1: like did so much damage that vampires are still not cool
0: anymore yeah, when when like they went from being like super cool because of like shows like Buffy or something. Yes, and like now it's like they're a joke. Like I mean, look at Angel and Spike compared to the Twilight vampires. I know. Like they're not even attractive to me, but I still think they're really fucking cool, you know? Yes, they wear leather jackets. They, they stand in cemeteries and sometimes make ugly faces. But you're still like, you're so fucking cool. <laughs> like, tell me your secret, okay? Also, like, why do you hang out with teenagers? It's a little weird. What? Why? What is? Are are vampires like a weird euphemism? Euphemism? I can't say that word. I think, like, oh, yeah, for like pedophilia, pedophiles. Because if you think about it, it's kind of a little fucked up. Well,
1: I don't think traditionally that they hang out with children. Yeah. But I mean, especially
0: in recent times. Like, Dracula in- is
1: not hanging out at the local high school.
0: You're right. Um, How old? I th- think that's a very new thing. Okay. 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 Hmm. But it's just—it's a little weird. A little yeah, weird. it's a weird how things evolve over time.
1: I think I like, think it's weird that she like wrote a love story from the perspective of
0: children. Yeah, maybe she thought because of the um, content that it would be easier to sell it to children than it would. Maybe, but it's—it's it's based off of a dream she had. Yeah. Also, I want to say it was a wet dream, but she's Mormon. Oh, for sure. A bit classy. It was definitely, like... See, this is why... Maybe not a fantasy. This is why I think she had to write it from a teenager's perspective. She had to keep it clean because of her own, you know, religious really views lie. and modesty views. And it was easier to keep it clean and still appeal to an audience if she did it from a teenager's perspective. Because yeah. you tried to sell that to adults, they would, wouldn't would probably like that there wasn't smut, you know? Yes, yeah, so she was very anti-smut. Yeah, even though it's definitely a, a romance novel. Oh my god. Yes, smut. Um, we didn't even talk about this yet. <laughs> Speaking of smut um so terrible smut terrible
1: we, there's so much better smut out there everyone yeah,
0: we know that because there is a lack of smut um fan fiction attempted to fill fill that void for us because you know stephanie meyer would not include it unless they were married which happens later but it's still not smutty um the fact that Fifty Shades of Grey exists because of Twilight because it started off as Twilight fan fiction. It sure did. But like literally um, Yael James just changed the names of the characters and I was like, okay, let's put them in a real world setting somehow where (laughs) no one's a vampire no one's a werewolf but everybody's into BDSM. Also, it's it's just not good BDSM. No, it's a very problematic book.
1: It's like consent is real and consent is sexy. Mm-hmm.
0: Um,
1: you don't have to actually hurt people. Or yeah, BDSM is not about just pain.
0: No. it uh, I would say that and that's another person that, that like is trying easy. like it through trust. So yeah. she's also another
1: author that for me really upset me because she's trying to write from a poor person's perspective like she thinks poor people are interesting Mm -hmm. but like that we is rich but she's not poor like she's never grown up poor she doesn't know what it's like to live that life so she's like almost a caricature of what she thinks middle-class families go through a poor person oh yeah like when um, she's describing that apartment that they get, first of all, in Pikes Marketplace. And she's like, it's just mm-hmm. a small apartment. It's like a size of a house. Like her
0: description of it is insane. I've been to Pikes Market. That area is fancy because like those studios are fucking expensive. It's like yes. prime real estate right there. So. Yes. Oh, and she's British, so she obviously didn't know. But, like, you could have easily done research on that. I mean, they have poor people in England. Yeah. But, um... I like... I like that, uh... So... Everyone... Well, not everyone. I'm, I'm just gonna break it down. So, back, it, back when I think Eclipse was being released... Um, was when Midnight Sun, the original take on Midnight Sun by Stephanie Meyer, was... Uh, accidentally leaked by somebody from the movie production side. I guess Stephanie Meyer had given Robert Pattinson and Katherine Hardwick, who was the director of the first movie, access to these first chapters of the book, even though, you know, she was just developing it. And so it was, you know, put out there. Stephanie Meyer was very pissed, but she published the first chapters on there and basically said she was going to step away from the project indefinitely. Um, like the 10 year anniversary of Twilight, she's at San Diego Comic Con and finds out that E.L. James is releasing In Fifty Shades of Grey, but from the perspective of um, Christian Grey who was there her interpretation of Edward Cullen people said it looked like Stephanie Meyer had like a fucking brain hemorrhage she was pissed the fuck off and that was only like three years ago when it happened and now all of a sudden Stephanie Meyer has a midnight sun mhm she's, like, well. she's like that was my idea first let's see who did it better so I don't know It's I love the pettiness between the two of them I
1: love that she starts these imaginary fights in her head like with J.K. Rowling mm-hmm. and E.L. James as if they give two shits about her
0: mhm like, like we're rich bitch we don't give a fuck Yeah they're all fucking rich I don't know why they give a fuck about each other But like you know, James doesn't seem bothered J.K. Rowling oh. has never been by, uh, Bothered by Stephanie Myers But Stephanie Myers just like I don't know oh, them She seems to think that they are I don't awesome know right her now. She's definitely Mariah Carey when it comes to this mm-hmm. She d- she def um, Has a pi- an opinion that she is Greater than she is Not, not yes. one saying Mariah Carey doesn't deserve her recognition. She has an amazing voice. I can't ever do that. But Stephanie Meyer, take like ten steps back, please. Yes. Um. Yeah. Just, just accept that you were an inspiration for a story. I mean, it's not exactly plagiarism. She just... It kind of developed from yours. You know? Mm-hmm. Like... As far as legality
1: of it, they, I mean, it's, it's often, a completely different story. Yeah, it's completely different. It's different cities, different themes. There's no supernatural element to it. Completely different plots, different yeah. names. Like there, there's not. They're not the same story anymore. Yeah. So I mean, and it's not like she just, like she's not the first person to think of vampires. So Stephanie, get off your high horse
0: Yeah, you you could Yeah, just take ten steps back Also, you're super rich now Like Yeah you know, It's chill uh, What else, what else, what else So, um I mean, you know, Midnight Sun was just released It took us a minute to get a hold Of Midnight Sun, so our plan Is we're gonna read Twilight first And then read Midnight Sun To compare the two Mm-hmm so that, that is our game plan. So we're going to go from Twilight to Midnight Sun. Then we're going to go into New Moon. I, I'm not even looking forward to that because I hate New Moon. Then Eclipse, which was, um, I, I think, better. And then Breaking Dawn. There are a few other Twilight stories that Stephanie Meyer has published, but I'm not too keen on reading them. Like Are one they? is written, yeah. There's the life and death of Bree something or the other. It's just like a random vampire that was in Breaking Dawn. She got her
1: own. I, a I know.
0: And I think there's one other. You see that I like quickly lost interest. I'm like, I don't know. Oh, about it. a, a gender bent version of Twilight where Bella is male but is the vampire. And so it's it, a midnight Sun. Yeah. <laughs> it's a weird inverted Midnight Sun. I don't know how it makes sense, but like but Bella as a boy is still the newcomer, but, you've, but he's the vampire. I don't... It doesn't I don't, make any sense. It sounds okay, so amazing, but if anyone is interested in us covering that, maybe we will. Um... Let me see, let me see, let me see. As far as... <laughs> Random townies go in Twilight who's your favorite? <laughs>
1: Charlie. Oh my god, Charlie is great. Especially Charlie's my, my favorite townie. Also that creepy old man that played Santa that gets murdered.
0: Oh, yeah. Poor guy. <laughs> um, I think Charlie Swan is definitely the best character as far as going from page to she screen. like she like accidentally made struck gold with that character yeah like charlie charlie swan is the best character
1: i don't think i don't think he's written for us to like Mm -hmm. i definitely don't think that she wanted him to be a character that we
0: think is the best but he's still the most logical one and you feel bad for him yeah he seems like he's trying to be a good dad yeah, and, then, and when you see him in the movie, he is just—he's the one with the one-liners, and you're like, yeah. "But you know, I get it." And he has that mustache, you know. Yeah, that's yeah. perfect. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I in the books definitely I liked. I mean, Charlie is all—he's number one, but Angela, she was yes. great. She was better in the books. But um, I think they're all better in the books. Like I know Anna- Jessica
1: gets a gets a bam, a bum rap, but. She was completely in the, justified in the- for mm-hmm. not wanting to hang Jessica out with Bella in the movies.
0: Is great because it's Anna Kendrick and yeah, good good for Anna Kendrick.
1: Yeah, like when they when they go to the they go to bother those bikers or something or to steal a car and she's like, you know what, I'm fucking not doing this. Yeah, good for you, Jessica. Get the fuck away from your toxic
0: ass friend she was toxic
1: and you know what good for them. her life away for what she didn't even get dick from edward like why do you care so much
0: yeah and you know what jessica probably 100 year old virgin angela and you know well jessica and angela for sure they moved out of forks washington they oh, got an apartment yeah. together and you know they were living their lives and i want to know how they li- they lived out their college years you know I do too. I think that they did well. I, I hope that they then, got out of Forks. And then I wonder if like, they would go on MySpace and then see like Bella getting married and shit and they're just like, you know what, I'm glad we didn't end up like her.
1: Mike <laughs> sure stayed in Forks the rest of his life and died there.
0: Yes, yes he did. <laughs> he settled. Yes. Mm. Which is sad, but you know he, he knew he would you knew he yeah. won. And then that kid with the worms
1: um he <sighs> died. Yeah, probably. I want to say he died immediately after high school um so
0: yeah. What 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 do you what do you call that disease that you would get on Oregon Trail? Typhoid. <laughs> Not typhoid. Dys- dysentery. He died of dysentery <laughs> because he um, wanted to play with things he shouldn't have. Yeah. His own shit. <laughs>
1: And then that kid that um, almost hit Bella with his car.
0: I'm gonna say jail. Well, the actor who played um, him just recently died at the beginning of the oh. pandemic. Like, they, they found him dead. I'm well, pretty I sure would... it was a suicide.
1: Oh, why well, am I might say his character's in jail. Yeah.
0: I would go with that. I, I, mean, would... if... I mean, I feel bad for the dude, but also, like, a lot of people they were hit hard by this. Yeah. And on that terrible note, um, I mean, that's- that's most- I mean, that's most of them. Okay. Um, what's her face? Clear water. Leia, clear water. She deserved better she
1: did her better i'm so sad that she's like trapped in that reservation with all those other shitty
0: werewolves that's the character i think deserved her own like series and they never she did, did her it. better she's the only female werewolf that like ever existed
1: and this is how they're gonna do her like and that's so sad because it also means that she can never she can never find a mate right or she was someone's was she someone's mate Um,
0: She hasn't found a mate, and also...
1: She's, like, uh... She can never have children, right? Yeah. Yeah. That's so sad, because that's the whole point of
0: finding... Of being able to imprint. What's really fucked up is her pack leader was her boyfriend, and then, like, when he became a werewolf, he imprinted on her cousin, and they were together. And it's, like... And it's like, what do you even say? Can you get mad at your
1: cousin? And yeah, no. she can't even leave the pack because no, she's the pack. trapped there. And uh, it's all fucked. And then all those poor werewolves, they're all trapped there too. What if they had plans? What if they didn't want to be in La Push for the rest of their lives? Yeah,
0: But now they have to. Anyways, at the end of this, we should if quarantine is over by the time we finish the series, we should go to Forks, Washington. Ooh, let's go! <laughs> And uh, live our I mean? lives. Isn't
1: it like super racist?
0: Um. Yes. Yes, it is. Um. It's really problematic as far as them um, uh, trying to capitalize on a, on indig- indigenous culture, mm-hmm. and uh, it, it's bad. Yeah. But I would like to drive through. I don't want to buy anything that you know. No. Exploiting somebody else's culture. But I mean Forks is there. Also, I've seen the bridge from Oregon to Forks, Washington. Apparently it's attached at some point. Um But the town where the Goonies was filmed is like there's a bridge right on the outskirts of town and that will take you directly to Forks, Washington. And I just Ooh, we perfect. can go see the Goonies and Forks Washington. Yep. Yep. And, yeah. So, we're going to be reading the series. You know, the game plan. Twilight, Midnight Sun, New Moon. Yep. The I other one. I all right here. I, I do, too. I got it on my Kindle. We're going to do this. We're we're probably going to finish it, because we finished it before. Yeah, we've done it once. And... We'll do it again. <laughs> and we're going to hate ourselves for it. I know. I'm
1: going to be... I don't know so, how... So, um, right
0: join is. us on this journey, and, um delve deep into the reaches of your teenage soul (laughs) anyways uh it's been fun i'm looking forward to the next episode and we'll see you guys soon bye guys thank you bye